Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode five of the WatchRolling.com podcast, a veteran-owned podcast that focuses on watch collecting with the goal of helping veterans. My name is Jason, and I'm your host. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, I'll do a quick wrap-up on why a podcast about watch collecting. Well, I always felt if I had a, a voice in any kind of hobby, I'd want to help my fellow veterans. So that's why the focus of this podcast is on watch collecting, but the goal is to help fellow veterans. Last week, we had a good discussion about the Patriot Boot Camp. And for Instagram feeds that I enjoy following, Patriot Bootcamp's a nice entrepreneurial program ran by the DAV, and it helps uh, basically bring people in industry together with uh, veteran entrepreneurs and active duty to help them uh, better streamline their business. That's really paraphrased, but that's what they're doing. And then the four Instagram feeds that I was following, which were uh, Watches of Espionage, Speedy Fett, Deep Six Leathers, and the Land Jam Pod, all great Instagram feeds. And also last week, I had the opportunity to complete a review of the Artem NATO watch strap collection. And they're attractive, well-built NATOs. And I'm going to have a follow-on article at the end of July to kind of see how they hold up over the summer. And that was my week. I hope you had a good week. And let's get into veteran-related news. So the source for this week's veteran-related news is the Veterans Administration's Veterans Canteen Service, VCS for short. I'll include links for it in the show notes. It was founded in 1946 and established by law to provide comfort and well-being to America's veterans. And they do so by offering cafes and coffee shops around the country, uh, usually attached to the medical centers, uh, basically whole health spaces for vets to relax, share, and care for themselves. And they do this through a whole number of options. There was actually so many options. I, I only picked a handful because it, if I talked about all of them, I'd probably go on for 45 minutes and no one really wants that. Uh, the first thing is the Patriot store. So they have over 200 stores and VA medical centers. These are specifically geared towards veterans. They have wider aisles. You know, if you need some kind of mechanical assistance to get around, uh, they have better lighting and directional signage. So they're just easy to get around uh, depending on whatever disability you have. And I'll put a link for that in the show notes as well. They also have Shop VCS, which is an online store. And it's eligible to veterans enrolled in VA healthcare, their families, and VA employees. It's exclusive, it's online, there's shopping benefits and tons of stuff. I mean, there's so much stuff on there. There's sunglasses, uh, clothing. I saw others' uh, watches, ding, ding, ding. Um, and you name it, EDC equipment, there's all kinds of stuff on there. And it's specifically, like I said, to veterans that are eligible and enrolled in VA healthcare. Pretty nice, and I'll include that in the show notes as well. One cool thing that I actually didn't know about until I researched this, and I think I'm going to start using it now, is the Patriot Store Direct Automotive Tire Sales. So the VA pairs with Firestone or Goodyear service centers and to help you source your tires. So, you know, it's a good little program. And then other services they have are the Patriot Cafe, which offers healthy eating options. And I noticed they are pretty healthy. They had some of the menus on there and there's stuff like shawarma and, you know, other healthy options not a bunch of fried food and stuff. And they have Patriot Brew, which offers coffee options in the VA medical centers. And I've actually seen that one. And uh, after I read up on the program and how long they've been around and how they're established to help veterans and maintain healthy lifestyles, I'm going to start, you know, grabbing a coffee every time I go there. Uh, the v VCS also pairs with the VA's whole health website. And this is a program that centers around what matters to you, the veteran, and allows a health team to get to know you before they develop a personalized health plan. 
I think that's really important for anyone that's ever dealt with any medical issues or done anything along those lines, you know, I compare it to like a workout program. You know, some people like a mixture of cardio and weights. Some people just like to lift weights. Some people just like to run. Some people like to ride bikes. Some people like to swim, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So the whole idea behind the whole health website is that they just gear this program to you to help you have your healthiest life ever. So I recommend you go check it out, especially if you qualify for VA healthcare. There's a bunch of good uh, options for you on there to use. It's a great resource. So next, in watch-related news, we're going to discuss eBay watch shopping. Now, I know people have their opinions on eBay, and I have them too. I know that when you sell watches on there now, the the cut they take is getting pretty pretty big. But um, there's still some good things, especially if you're a newer watch collector. Some things just to take note of before you go shopping on eBay. And so first things first. These are really for newer watch collectors. So if you're a more established watch collector in the hobby that's listening to my podcast, I apologize if this is way below you, but you got to remember this is tailored towards, you know, newer watch collectors. So I would have an idea of what you're looking for long before you go on eBay. Why? Because it's really easy to go on eBay and fall down a rabbit hole. And the next thing you know, you're buying a bunch of watches that you, A, don't really want, and B, you don't really need. Take it from me. I mean, you go on there and there's stuff and then you get it and then you have more watches than you can wear and you know, to each their own, but maybe none of them are the exact quality of, of a watch or timepiece that you would like to have that would last for a long period of time. It's not about resale value to me. It's about, uh, you know, I like a little provenance in my watch or one of my timepieces. I like a little bit of a story. And if you go into eBay without a plan, it's very easy to fall down a rabbit hole. I mean, and we're talking about like even the vintage stuff, which I won't even talk about. I might have someone on one day that's a, as a guest who's more knowledgeable and vintage than I am because that's a whole nother section. Uh, and this goes along with like just cruising because you want to spend some cash. I mean, that is not the way to go on eBay. I think it's the equivalent of going to Target and saying you're only going to spend 40 bucks. Like we all know that's not going to happen, which is why I avoid Target like the plague. Uh, and I would also do a little research on the piece you'd like to buy before you go on eBay, because sometimes I think people associate eBay with a deal. But honestly, I mean, there's some watches you can get at MSRP that you're getting about the same deal as someone would do on eBay. And this is for some of the more common fare, I would say. You know, there's a lot of websites that have, you know, MSRP is like a term they don't really adhere to. Well, the MSRP, like, for example, on the Seiko site isn't necessarily the MSRP in other sites. And so I would just do a little research on the piece you'd like before you buy it. That also helps you identify what you're looking at on eBay. So if you were to find some source material on, say, uh, insert brand X model, you know, B, uh, if you know there's certain criteria that pertain to that watch and then the write-up on the website on eBay isn't exactly kosher or something seems off, then you can go with your gut instinct and not pick it up there because you know something might not be right about it. Another big tool is they have a search function. And this is one of the better search functions I've, I've seen on a website. So use this to your advantage. I mean, most notably, you can search by category in the criteria section. They're on the left-hand side of the eBay page. They are excellent. There's so much stuff you can narrow your focus down to. I mean, you can narrow it down by case size, type of movement, the year the watch is manufactured, uh, and location, which is my big one. And I hate to say this, like usually, you know, it's North America or, you know, I add a little bit to the search for like Japan. There's certain countries I'm not going to name that I stay away from because they're well known for, you know, putting a watch together and calling it something, but it's actually not that. It's a Franken watch. So use that 
search function to your advantage, the category and criteria. And, and I think you'll get some good results. So once you hit that search and some results pop up, you know, select the piece that you want to look at. Don't forget that you can set up those saves with the respective criteria in there to always be searching for you and get alerts. So if there's a specific thing you're looking for, you can fill out all the criteria for that specific timepiece and you can get updates when someone's selling one or is trying, you know, a price drops on something or, or something like that. So set up your searches, make sure your criteria is just right, and then go look for watches. There's some other information that's important to pay attention to. And I would say, number one, the seller name next to it will have the, a number of feedback postings that have been applied to their profile. So, to, I mean, really 800, like say there's 890 of them and they're all five stars or whatever, or hundred percent, then, then they're, they're pretty reputable. If they've been around since like 2008, like an eBay seller since 2008, and they have like 1800 feedbacks and you know, the hundred percent good, it's a pretty reputable store or a pretty reputable seller. And you could pretty much uh, bank that something's, if something bad was to happen, it wasn't going to be because the person's trying to get over on you. It might just be like something shipping breaks or something like that, but really look at the seller criteria. And there's some other stuff like you might see the term top rated seller or one of eBay's most reputable sellers and stuff like constantly delivers outstanding customer service. So take all that stuff into account based off of, based on who you're going to buy off of. And you should be able to pull the trigger feeling pretty comfortable. And whenever I follow that criteria with the sellers, I've never had an issue with a seller uh, with a good history and positive ratings. I've, I've never had a problem with it at all. And, but then again, honestly, I got on that pretty early. So I haven't really bought from anyone sketchy. And don't forget that eBay also does an authentication for all timepieces over $2,000. It's non-negotiable. It gets sent to, it gets sent to a third party evaluator, authenticator, and then they either Roger up or Roger down. And so your money will get held like an escrow, quote unquote. And then if it passes authentication, then boom, they send you the watch, the money gets sent, everything's good to go. Uh, if it doesn't, they send the watch back and it's no harm, no foul on you as the buyer and they send you your money back. They also just updated one where watches between $1,000 and $2,000 can be authenticated for the fee of $80. So I was going to say, you know, there's a lot of good timepieces in that price range. So if you got across one of those and you just want to spend 80 bucks for peace of mind, then I'd spend the 80 bucks to get peace of mind on my watch. So it's your call. And those are the eBay watch shopping tips. Closing thoughts. Hey, I really appreciate you turning into episode five. Sounds, it feels kind of like a milestone, right? Five episodes. Uh, I'm realizing as I go on and I welcome any feedback in the comments section. As I'm getting more in my groove, these episodes are becoming shorter. So if you like them around 20 to 22 minutes, send me some feedback. Uh, go on my Instagram feed and send me some feedback. Send me a DM and say, hey, I like the episodes about 22 minutes. Or if they're finishing around 12 to 15 and that's perfect too, let me know. Um, I can always put a little more information in there, but I'm trying to be uh, respectful of your time and, and not tie up too much of it. But I also don't want you to feel like you're just coming in and then, you know, we're rolling out. So give me some feedback. I appreciate it. Next week's episode is going to cover a VA program, the Home Improvements and Structural Alterations or the HISA program. This is an awesome program. Uh, I'm going to break it down so you guys understand it. And I think it can help a lot of fellow veterans. So if you know a veteran, have them tune in. And then I discussed some grail pieces and my grail tier system. So for those of you that are newer watch collectors, you know, they say there's a grail piece, right? So like, imagine if you're a car collector and you're grail piece was 
I don't know, 2012 Porsche Panamera or something like that. I don't know. Um, you know, that would be the car. Well, some people have the watch and well, for me, because I want to have a couple of the watches, I've developed a tier system for my grails. And so, you know, it's tiers one, two, three, and four, and I'll break those down. And I think it's a good system. And it might be a system that you can incorporate for yourself because it allows you to attain certain timepieces you like broken down by specific criteria. And I'll share what my criteria are with you. And then, you know, but you can tweak that a little bit based on what your criteria are. So join us again, HISA program and my grail pieces and my grail tier system should be fun. All right. So, you know, every week, positive affirmation. And I know times can be hard, but that's why I pump these out for, for the newer listeners. Like I told you what my focus and, and my goals are the podcast. Well, I do this positive affirmation because, you know, I've, I've, I've had some hard times. I've, I've been down and, and fought my way back up. And the one thing I always want to leave you with is a positive affirmation as I can, because, you know, even if I don't know you, I believe in the power of what you can do in your spirit. So that's why I do them. Some people might think they're corny. I love them and they're going to stay. So just remember that self-doubt is natural for most people because uh, most people are humble and usually to a fault. I say take stock of what you've accomplished in your life and use that to bolster your confidence. Don't forget what you've done. Don't rest on your laurels, but take stock of it. And and when you're having a hard time or something seems difficult, remember that you've done difficult things before and you're capable of doing difficult things again. And then when you get on the other side, you know, pat yourself on the back for a minute because, you know, honestly, most people are standing around to pat you on the back. So just remember what you've done and apply it in the future. And remember, at watchrolling.com, you make the watch. The watch doesn't make you.